Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems. But getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. You're listening to Achtung Broadcasting from the beautiful South Birmingham, except no substitute. Hello dear listeners, welcome to this edition of Akdung Millwall, the number one Millwall podcast. This um, show was recorded as a live uh, Twitter space, which is uh, an interesting medium. It gives you a kind of phone-in, recorded in the immediate aftermath of today's highly disappointing, um, at times shambolic 1-0 uh, loss up there at the whole city. Um, so yeah, this was recorded live and raw in the immediate aftermath of today's game. Um, the uh, edition that you're going to hear is an is a edited uh, podcast version of the live conversation. That was quite raw at times. I've tried to edit it so that it has some kind of coherence for you to listen to afterwards. Uh, I just want to say a huge thank you to all the chaps who took part in today's edition. Um, in addition to myself, Nick Hart, we've had Stephen, Neil Fissler, who suggested doing the show. Big thank you to Neil. Harry um, came on the show, Jim, David and Thomas. So a big thank you to all the boys who took part. So now we're going to take you over to the conversation, uh, Twitter Spaces Live. Achtung, Mailball. Jim, can you hear me? Are you, are you, uh, are you hearing me? Jim. Can you hear me now, mate? Can I, now, mate? I can, Jim. Yeah, thank, thank for, thanks Sorry, for coming mate. on, mate. Um, I was just saying in the in in, in the um, lead into this, mate. This feels a bit like the the wheels are rapidly coming off our season. I'm reminded of uh, Leonardo DiCaprio in Titanic when he sinks in the water at the end. She's <laughs> she's still talking to him, but he's dead. You know, it feels a bit like that, mate. How do you see it? I, I feel the same thing. I feel like there's a fat lady just wasting in the wings. To be honest with you, we just we just got out of the car park there, Nick. We were there today, and oh, you went, oh mate. Uh, someone said there was 23 shots from us. We didn't score a goal, and that's the problem, Nick. And it we just can't score. We can't score. Um, I, I don't know what to make of it, Jim. I mean, the it's a strange game. Anyone that didn't see it. Um, won't appreciate how average we were to start off with. And, you know, for the first part of the first half, I thought we, we looked adrift. We then really took a grip on the game and we were looking really good by the by the close of the first half. And I don't know how you saw it at the ground, but we were looking really fluent in attack and we were very unlucky not to score in, in truth. The one that sticks out in my mind is, um, you know, is Burke hitting the crossbar. But... We didn't press on Jim in the second half, and that that just says to me that we're not good enough, mate. In the end, no, I think I think a few of us were saying in the ground, 
when it, when we got to January and we didn't buy a striker, then I think we all knew we were going to struggle. We were relying on Bradshaw, really, and Fleming yeah. to get the goals because they were getting them in the first half of the season. And the second half of the season, it's like who's going to who's going to score them goals in them tight games, and, and none of us can see who's going to do it because they're all, they're all they get to the edge of the box and they shoot and and they either go wide, go over the bar, or it's a soft shot to the keeper. It's just there's no clinical finishing. No. And funny enough, as I said before the game, Nick, we often get get in the ground about sort of half an hour at these away games. So you see you see the the guys sort of shooting practice, you know, and. You could tell we're not very good. We're not very good at shooting. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like it's a fundamental go wide, going over the bar, and it's like you know. So if it was me during the week, because a lot of our game is so good defensively, we're, we're pretty strong. You know, we we, we break the, the, the play up in midfield. We do so many things right. Yet when we get in that final third, it just all falls down and. I think also as well today, just seeing the ball never just quite dropped. It was bouncing a little bit and we just never quite had that, that clear-cut chance. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. even so, they're, they're, they're in almost in holiday mode, Hullar. You know, they had a couple of decent players, but that was it. And they're, they're, they're almost thinking about Greece and IB for that. They're, they're there for the taking and we do it every year. Well, not every year, but the last two or three years, we get to this stage and then we just lose these games against these tin pot clubs that we should we should just be beating them we, cer- we certainly didn't show enough hunger i don't know if i've got harry harry are you on the line mate can you hear me did you see the game what did you make of it this afternoon uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is therapy mate come on <laughs> this, is, this is therapy look to be where we are let me put this out here is an achievement to be where we are we've been in the top six for most of the season if not all of it yeah but we are doing the most Millwall of Millwall acts at the moment of fucking it up right at the end. I mean, the the I, I agree, kind of. I agree with Jim because I and to a point. But for me, it comes down it comes down to the wide men. We've got no fucking left hand side at all um, in terms of attacking creativity. And when teams work us out, it becomes easier to shut us out. And over the last what, four or five games, that has become apparent. Yeah. Um, I don't rate Oliver Burke. I know he's hit the crossbar today. I just think he's a shit football player. I, I have no idea. He, he basically, he, he's so he's so much of a passenger for me that it means that all, all his good work is undone by all the shit that he doesn't do. He exposes Danny McNamara defensively because he doesn't do any defensive work. Um uh, and we're just we're just grinding towards the end of the season, sort of playing the same. We've got we're, we're sort of mono, and everyone else is starting to play in stereo. <laughs> well, we 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 look like a mid-table side that's batting our, our season out. To me, we we didn't look hungry. Don't know what you think, Jim, but I mean, we we didn't look hungry for it at the start of the second half. We've we've closed the first half very very well. We've hit the crossbar. We've had numerous chances, one way and the other, from some from fairly tight angles, but they're opportunities nevertheless. And I thought we'd be coming out of the second half, you know, like, like greyhounds out, out of the starting traps. But we, we just look like we're half asleep in the second half. We and we did. let Hull average side into the game. We did. And even at towards the end, the last 10, 15 minutes, it was like we were winning 1-0. You know, they kept passing it back to, to Long. And, and this oof ball that Long does, 
you know, I, I, obviously from our, we were at the other end of the goal, Nick, so I don't know whether he was at fault for that goal today. It was difficult to see, but a few people were saying he could have got down quick. I don't know. I don't know if you got... I don't know. I, I, well, I, I watched it on screen. I, I, I think that's harsh because the I, I, where I would place the thought, I don't know what you think, Harry, was the amount of space and time we gave the whole forward. Was it Triari? Yeah. He had time and space to, to pick his spot. I... I think it's a good. You, I think it's a good finish. Like I'll get, I'll give you a good finish. But I agree with the long thing because even though, like take it back to Good Friday just for a minute, it's like when Long kicks the ball long, right? It's always too long. I, I don't understand when he will ever kick the ball in a way that allows us to do anything off the back of it. It's either straight down the goalkeeper's throat and it goes into the the opponent's goalkeeper, or it seemingly goes. Uh, too long for a goal kick, and it, it's really difficult to to make a case for playing that tactic if it's not if it's not working. It's just giving the opposition a free reset all the time. But it's what it's worked, and it's why he's in the side, and that's that's why you know it worked for a period of time. It might be time to maybe try Plan C for the season. I mean, we we started with A with a five at the back, we went to a B. Of a, of a four at the back and, and Fleming and Bradshaw scored the goals and now we need something else because we've been worked out I think a little bit and it, it, it's showing in the results I've got, I've got, to, I've got to say Harry I don't know about you boys but Fleming the last few games he, if, if he weren't Zian Fleming there'd be people sort of saying should he be in our team at this moment in time because he, he's, he's his choice of pass today was was really quite poor, and he just wants so long. He gets the ball, and it's like he wants five seconds before he makes a decision what he's going to do with it. And you, you don't get that in the championship. And it's a bit like when he when he first joined us, I thought he was doing the same thing. Then he seems to speed up a bit, but he just seems to have gone a bit slow again. And I think got, he's the, where got the players. I think he's yeah, I, I think the the schedule compared to the Dutch schedules a lot worse. I think. This week now that we've got till Preston on Saturday will do us a world of good, not being funny in any way, shape or form, but it will, I think, you know, try and take the Millwall emotion out of it. If you look at the league table, it's fine. There's five games to go for us, six games for other teams. We can only win our games. Um, There are a number of winnable games there if you look at them on paper, but the way we're playing at the moment, that, that, that... that's bollocks because we're we're not we're not informing any way, shape or form. Um, but would, would I would I back against us to beat Preston at the Den on Saturday? No, I wouldn't. But I, I don't know what Millwall are going to turn up at the minute, and and I think that's no, I, I think that's the same for everyone. We're joined, I think I'm hoping by Neil Fishler. Neil, are you out there, mate? Are you on on the call? I am, unfortunately. <laughs> I am unfortunately. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Fizz. Um, I was listeners need to know. I was out, I, I messaged Fizz after the full time whistle, and I said I don't know if I can be asked for this, Neil. Uh, and then he said he wanted to say some things. So how could I resist some things the and chance some stuff. to? S- some things. So, uh, welcome to the show, Neil Fischler. Mate, what did you make of that, that performance today? Yeah, well, let's get a few things straight and that say a few things, yeah? If we get into the Premier League, the serious fraud squad needs to investigate <laughs> because we will be guilty of misrepresentation by fraud. Yeah? We haven't okay. scored a goal in four games. Coming back and not signing a striker in January... He's going to come back and bite us in the ass. There were people openly delighted that the Nisbet deal fell through. 
They're looking fucking idiots now because we haven't scored for the last four games. <laughs> the one thing we needed to do in January was to push the boat out slightly, overpay for what we needed, and that is a striker, and we would be comfortably... How many, how many years have you followed Millwall, Neil? Mate, <laughs> mate, yeah, you know what? Yeah, well, I made a note of this because I wanted to remember it. Uh, yeah. This has all the hallmarks and it smells of 2002 all over again. When we signed Dion Dublin, but we needed one or two other players just to actually push us over the line. And this year is exactly the same as that. The one thing we needed in January was a striker. We couldn't rely on Tom Bradshaw to We put all our of our eggs in the Nisbet basket, didn't we? Yeah. I mean, that, that by pursuing him at all with no other plan, I yeah. mean, it seemed to be, you know, I would have hoped we've had somebody else in mind we didn't. Everything, it, yeah, it was everything on him. I'm going to question, I'm, yeah, but I'm going to put something out there, yeah? Mm. This will be deeply unpopular and slightly controversial. Well, we've got a lawyer on the line now. See, lawyer Lyon, David, is on the line. Good. So The libel, so, the so libel fra- place, phrase, phrase your question carefully. Very Neil. carefully, Neil. Right. <laughs> Does the club want to win promotion to the Premier League or do they think by getting up there it would be too much hassle? Yeah? Well, I mean, the well, 80 million quid that they'll fucking pocket might mean that they're yeah. quite... Yeah, <laughs> but... <laughs> But we needed to do one thing in January. So is it a case of we show willing? Well, we put a bid out there, the deal falls through. Oh, okay, at least we tried the familiar Millwall story. Or do we actually do something about it? The Premier League is within touching distance. But do we want it? Do we think that going up there will bring a whole load of problems every other week? Let's consult our lawyer, David. Are I, you? Are you? Are you I am on the line. Um, and what did you well, make of that performance this afternoon? Been a bit of a fraud coming on because I didn't actually see it, which in retrospect, <laughs> lawyer probably, in probably, specializing probably fraud. a very clever, clever move on my part. I, it I was wanna, a clever move. I want to say a couple of things. First of all, I entirely agree about the striker in January. But in fairness to the club, and I'm not always fair to the club, you can't just go and spend two or three million quid on any old. You know, we did, we were looking around, I think, for the right striker. We were linked with Dykes for three million pounds or something. And yeah. who is, the, the reality is, I don't think they put all their eggs in the Nisbet basket in the sense they didn't have other targets. The only problem was that they couldn't get anybody of equivalent of equivalent status for the money that we were able to spend. I'm not, you know, I'm not defending the club in that sense, but I think we've got to be realistic. As for about, yeah, we are being realistic. Well, who would you? Yeah, we are being who, who would you have got? Yeah. Olgo does not switch on Football Manager. Yeah, but who, um, <laughs> who would you go? For? Yeah, well, on, yeah, well, on December the thirty-first, and think, oh, yeah, well, I tell you what, yeah, well, I better have a look at some players here. Yeah, but they have got a list of players. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they've got a list of players. They should have. They should have overpaid for somebody, well, even slightly, yeah. Because you have three million quid, three million quid against one hundred and fifty million quid. It's a no-brainer. Uh, this is the Leeds, 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 Leeds Peter Risdale 
scenario for the Champions League. No, it's not. League. Well, it is, because if you get because that wrong... Yeah, no, because, it was, yeah, no, because if you sign the right player... I believe I'm agreeing with Harry. And, yeah, but it doesn't work. <laughs> you can get your money back from that player. It's a risk, though, Neil, isn't it? I mean, yeah, I, I take, reward, I take, isn't it? Um, yeah, we've got yes, no concept a, for risk reward. There's a balance to be struck because we've all, you know, yeah. um, before the game today, I'm, I'm posting pontificating on poor old Scunthorpe's going out of the the National League into National North, you know, and that's that's the consequence. We've seen others, South End, not that they were ever big time, but we've seen clubs Bolton, I suppose, Portsmouth, who have gone gone the distance and then, you know, crashed and burned. We don't want to do that, do we? That's 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 the that's the balance. I I, I take the point about having other players that we should have gone for, but um, there was a there the was point... a strong rumor that we were we were definitely in, interested in Jacob Brown, who the the Stoke player, who I think would have been really good for us. Stoke made him available and then decided at the last minute to pull him. So you know it's that kind of thing that we don't always get to hear about. And I'm, I think that's the problem with these things. You you think the club have got the targets and they probably have, but because we don't really know what's going on behind the scenes, we only look at the result. And the result is we put all our eggs in the Nisbet basket, it fails, and then we're all sitting in April saying, why didn't we sign a striker? I think there's a lot, to, I, I, I think that is obvious that we should have done, but it's a little bit, I think it's a little bit more complicated than that. That's, that's all I would say. And I'm not suggesting that the club can't be criticised, of course they can, and, and, and the proof of the pudding is that other clubs do go and sign players, but I think it's a little bit more nuanced than just, you know, saying, oh, he's, you know, three million, four million, five million quid, just go out and buy a, buy a striker. If we don't get into the playoffs this season, this season has still been better than the previous two because we've been up there for a longer period of time and looked like we were going to get to the playoffs, whereas every other year it's looked kind of, by now, we definitely ain't getting into the playoffs with six games to go unless we win six on the bounce. We are, we are getting better as a club. I don't like praising Gary Rowett, but I will. That we are somebody take a note of the time and the day. I'm, I'm recording. I'm recording this conversation. I'm going to try and edit I'm it into a podcast. In this season has been better because we have been in the top six. You can't argue with the results. Some of the football has we'll f- just we'll frame team. those words and put them on a t-shirt yeah. or put on a, put a t-shirt. Harry. Charity T-shirt. Have we got Stephen? Stephen Colmill. Stephen, are you are you tuned in, mate? Are you are you listening? I've got you on the speaker list. I'm tuned in, not mentally. I'm just tuned into this. <laughs> um, did you want? Did you see the game? Did you want to say anything about the performance today, mate? I saw the game. Yeah. You know what? I, I was on a, a few weeks ago, yeah. and I agree with the speaker a couple of speakers ago, and I'm going to make the point again. We got rid of four centre forwards. I know Goddaddy yeah. was no good, but there was a time when actually uh, Gary Rowett, who I like, was picking him before Bradshaw. We then got rid of Mike Smith. We didn't give him Isaac Alofa or whatever his name is a chance. Yeah. And Bennett went. Now, I don't think they all got up on a Monday morning, the four of them, and said, we're leaving. I think Bennett did. <laughs> Bennett might have done. Uh, Bennett, strong ties let me just make my point. Dubai is a much better, um, much better climate than a uh, new Berlin. No, I, I, look, let me just make my point. I, I agree with you. Dubai is a slightly be- a, a, a better climate. It's a better lifestyle. Yeah. So I think there was a lack of planning. I agree with the other guy. I think they put a lot of um, effort into getting um, Nesbitt and they didn't get them. But I watch, I'm not great on social media. Yeah. But there was a big talk about maybe getting Jordan, Hugh Gill on loan. 
And I was seeing Millwall fans. He's, he got two for Rotherham, I think, on Saturday. Was it Rotherham? Yeah. Yeah. So what I'm saying is, I do believe there were people out there. And I think for us to be completely dependent on Tom Bradshaw, I mean, it's not his fault. He's probably had the best seasons he's been in the club. But when you think of it, he can, he's on the pitch and he knows there's not another centre forward that's going to come on. There's no doubt about it. If we miss out, it's because we haven't bought another striker. I think Neil's question, and I think we're probably all kind of dancing around the same point in a way, Stephen, but Neil's question is a good one. Um, Does the the club want to go up fundamentally? Um, Yes. I wonder whether I wonder whether we're really geared up for it. I mean, and I, I think the that. club def- I think the club do want to go up. They're doing a massive, you know, they're involved in a development. I do, I do think they want to go up. I can't. I haven't looked at the books, but apparently, a has put I know 40, 50, 60 million quid in. You've and got rest, to be some kind of and, fucking idiot to invest yeah, that kind and, of money. and the rest of things, Steve. But yeah, yeah I'm not... probably. But why would you invest? You know, it's, he, he's an American. He's taking a liking. Thank God for all of us to Millwall because he's been our saviour. So I actually think he is ambitious, but I also think he's reasonably conservative. I, I think he's doing what he can afford. He's not doing a Peter Riz style that somebody just said. And I think he's, de- he's definitely ambitious. It, and it's just very, very thing, limited it's, ambition. It's very it's, limited ambition. But that's, that's the main thing. So we can pick off the ground around the ground and make a killing. On yeah, well, on the development side, yeah. Well, I'm not saying that we go out and we spend silly amounts of money, but you go out and you do what, you, yeah. We go out and do what we've done with Fleming. You, yeah, we bought him for what, yeah, one point seven five million. But the resale value will be a lot more than that. That's what should we should have done with a striker. Yeah. Neil, I agree with that. But even Man United, even Manchester City, even. Liverpool, Arsenal, say all these big clubs, they don't do their business in January because you end up like Chelsea. You end up getting rinks for a load of money and, and not necessarily getting value for it. I understand this season might have been the time for Millwall to actually break the habit of a lifetime and, you know, go for it. But that looks really silly if we still had signed a striker and we were still in the position that we are now because because it just would have done. But I under, that is that is the risk we're all factor that you're speaking about. I mean, but. just... But, you know, we'd have been having this chat eight months ago, and we said eight months ago, Millwall will be fifth. It's still in their own hands. Yeah. Eight months ago, we, there's not one of us on this on this podcast that would, wouldn't have said, I'll take that now. No, there isn't. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. 
ChumbaCasino.com/acast. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H E L P. Achtung, Mailball. Also, just to say, chaps, I'm, I'm going to bring in Thomas at a moment. Thomas, if you're out there, I'm going to bring you in in a second, mate. I just wanted to make the point that the season is not over. We're not. We're not talking. We're not. We're not talking about a post mortem here, boys, no. are we? I mean, we are still fifth by hook or by crook, and you know we are Millwall, and it's never going to be. Um, it's never going to be straightforward. <laughs> also today, and I don't know how many of the the collective uh, saw the game. I know Neil and I saw it. I don't know. So what I, what I would say is that we, we were a very normal combination of genuinely unlucky at times, yeah. genuinely incompetent at times, yeah. and generally full of sound and fury. A very, it's way too late when it didn't no. wasn't really, you know, we were up against it. Yeah. So it's that curious, very normal mix of everything you can think of, all, all, all in one kind of cocktail. Um, but we were unlucky at times. Thomas, are, are you listening, mate? Did you want to want to say anything yeah, yeah. To, um, to, the, um, to the show, mate? I mean, Thanks for coming on, by the way. Cheers. Everybody going on about a striker and everything else. Yeah. How much now would we pay for Morrison and Gregory <laughs> if they were a couple of years ago? Well, we'd have to pay Morrison's pension, wouldn't we? A couple of years ago, 30, 40 goals a season between the pair of them. How much would we pay for that right now? I think we probably took them for granted a little bit, Thomas, at the time. Yeah. I, I, I know Rowley I did, if I'm going to be honest. I, did. I, did. I, I mean, I, I, think it's, I think it's interesting. I mean, we were talking, Neil and I were talking about on a separate matter entirely about middle legends and mm. good players and all this kind of stuff. There's, it's one of these debates you see circulating. And I was doing a list. And I think at the time, you don't appreciate what you've got. And I, I would put my hand up to say that I didn't appreciate probably Lee Gregory and, and Steve Morrison at the time to the level yeah. that they, they were exactly. in terms of overall club contribution but they're, they're gone now I mean, they're, they're in were, the past um I mean, yeah they were they were 30 40 goals a season yeah and very hard to replace I that got, I, I think, think I, both, both seasons both league one yeah. season yeah they did i'd also include dear old matt smith into that as well because yeah. i know yeah. his legs were going but you know um he, he could he'd give him the right service. You um, would have fancied him today to come on and he might have done this right in that last fifteen minutes there. Yeah. I, I, I agree with that. I mean, I, I I would say that we are not out of it yet. We we are looking very much like a boxer that's taken a few shots and they're on their feet, but the lights aren't on at the moment. I, I think there's a sense of that, but it's still five games to go. Um, Preston are now equal on 62. I'm just looking Terrible at the league table. Blackburn. Yeah, yeah, so that's that's a point in effect there, isn't yeah. it? And Norwich can't are, are struggling. So we've got we've got to regroup we from this because a, it's a we also have basically a glorified playoff game on the last day of the season. Yeah, with Blackburn. Yeah. Just for your just for your reference, Preston <laughs> Preston have got to, have got to play Blackburn, they've got to play mm-hmm. Sheffield United, and they've got to play Sunderland. There's going to be a few more twists and turns. It's not, yeah. you know, we could end up maybe winning two or three of them, of those games, which we do need to win. And we might still be all right. There's lots of people that are matched up against each other. Luton have got two or three tough games. 
They can't all get three points. No, that's true. But we, we don't look like we could score in a fucking brothel in Amsterdam at the moment. We're still on semi. What's the interest of the brothel in Amsterdam? We need a six-yard puncture. That's what we need, a six-yard puncture. I thought Vogel Sammer, you know, he gets his, his criticisms and he came in late today for uh, Bradshaw. Very unlucky. He had a really good shot on goal. Their goalkeeper, boys, I mean, apparently he's an on loan goalkeeper from Newcastle. And Carl Dull, this... yeah, he used to play for Nottingham Forest, didn't he? Cool. Very, very, very good goalkeeper. Probably actually one of the best in the division. Yeah, I can, I can believe it. I mean, he basically kept the minute today because... Man we... of the match they gave him. I can believe that. I can believe that because we peppered their goal with, with shots and you can talk about the, the time and space we gave for their, their goal. But equally, we did create chances. We just couldn't beat the goalkeeper. But what I think there was an earlier point, I can't remember who made it, about loans. And we don't seem to... Um, I suppose we, we've, we've got Cresswell on loan, who's injured now and out of it. Uh, Shackleton don't seem to appear very often anymore. Where, where was Brian Leonard today? Does anyone know? Injured. He's injured. He's, he's groin against... Um, Against Luton, yeah. big time. And oh, I think, big time. So he's done again. I think he? he's, he's done, done again. He's I done think. Again. Yeah. It's, it's now Millwall canon that you can't have Mitchell, Savile, <laughs> and Leonard all fit at the same time. One of them must be injured or suspended at all times. At any one time. Would anybody sign Cresswell full time? I mean, we won't afford if, it. There's no way. If we could, no, if, we, no. if we could afford him, I would. But I don't I, see. I, I think he's, he's proven his I worth. Think he ends and, up being uh, Leeds captain in the championship next season, doesn't he? Is that? Is that... <laughs> I think he yeah. can aim higher than that. Uh, um, I mean, he's, he's in, so, England level. Yeah. So that's, that's, I think he'll go back to Leeds. Come what may, I don't think he's going to be um, going anywhere. He's done well this second half of the season, and I'm sure Leeds will take him back, whether they're in the Premier League or the Championship. Now, I've managed to invite so many speakers onto this call. This is where this is why I never made it in working life, lads. I'm terrible chairing meetings. I'm going to go around the callers on, on the, just to see if I'm missing anyone and if anyone wants to say anything specific. So, um, Neil and Harry, I'm going to keep, come back to you, boys. Stephen, did you want to add anything to what you've said to, to the show already, mate? Was there any other points you wanted to make? No, just everyone keep their fingers crossed. I'm keeping, right. I'm I keeping, think we'll make it. Keeping everything, Chris. Are you still, are you still <laughs> optimistic? You're still optimistic? Yeah. It's in our wow. hands. Oh. Yeah, I'm up, I am up. The most terrifying yeah. words in Millwall history. <laughs> it's in our hands. I've been supporting them for 60 years. <laughs> I've had some, yeah, no, in misery, I promise you. More than most. <laughs> That's, That's more than me. That's more than five years. <laughs> Jim, anything else to add, mate, to, to what you've said already? Just that uh, I think Barrett's got a decision to make, and that is: do, do, does he go for it? Does he does he really go for it, or does he carry on starting these games? Like you said, Nick, first twenty minutes today was was poor, and then we grew into it. We've got to start the games, and we're almost sort of finishing each half. And if we do that, then I'm sure the goals can come again, and we can get in that in that you know heaven of the top six. But I don't know if he's the manager to do it, Nick. He's he's always always he- on that negative side, isn't he? I just want to. I just want to raise the the um, remain essay question because when he comes into the game, you can see this boy is a level above every other player on that yeah. pitch. Some of the control, some of the moves, yeah. is top drawer, top, absolute top drawer. Now there's always a debate as to when you when you start youngsters and the level and all the rest of it. But I'm struggling, chaps, and I'd be interested to hear what everyone thinks as to what. Uh, remain essays got to do to get in in front of some of these other more mundane journeyman players because there were moments when he did get the ball there was one drag back he did on the right side towards yeah. obviously was at the end. 
And, you you know, he's the kind of player that lifts you out of your seat. That's what you go to watch football for. And I don't get what um, Gary Rowe is trying to do with him because he got longer today. But um, I would expect him to start. I mean, yeah. whether he will do, I, I, I doubt somehow. What did, what did we make of Romain Essay? Would you play a match? Would you start him? I see the point. In, uh, even, if, uh, even if we take out the situation of the season... What is the point of playing a bloke that's on 25 grand a week that you can never afford, wages-wise? What's the point in playing him in front of your... This is Burke, Burke we're talking about. What's the yeah. point in playing him in front of your own product that is yours, that will be looked at in the summer, just on his pure talent, by Premier mm. League scouts? Because the thing that he's got, he's got close, quick control at his feet, he glides past players, he's tricky, he's the modern style of football player... And you will be desired by most bottom half Premier League clubs with bigger budgets than us that can come and get him. So why would you not try and get that kid into your first team and build a bit of loyalty around him that he'd want to stay and and you know go on and uh, and start his career playing regularly and learning his trade? What we're doing is basically doing exactly the same what we've done with the last two or three youngsters that are highly touted at Millwall, which is basically talk about them a lot, playing maybe 10, 15 minutes for about five games and then they fuck off on a free transfer to somebody else under the elite player performance plan and we get about 250 grand and it's it's not good enough if you're trying to build well, it was, in the Millwall model of we, we can't out it was painful it. watching um, watching Crystal Palace yesterday who were they playing was it Leeds they played Essay it was good wasn't it Essay and that done that hurt every time you hear his name because he was one of ours and we let him go and I, I yeah. um, Super Neil said he wasn't a Millwall type player <laughs> No, he wasn't. He was far too good for us. That's the fucking exactly. <laughs> but, but I can see someone like Crystal Palace, or if, if West Ham survive, they could, they, they're going to come in and come come take Ramon because he's got the quality. And I, I agree that you know if we don't play him now when we need wins, we need we haven't scored. Family is it four, four. games now? Yeah. Four. And the one before that, four games. Before that was a penalty. Yeah, so we know we we're not creating, but um, whether Rao it's got that kind of um, well, mindset, I don't know. Good question. Yeah. With the elephant in the room, it's our away form. It always is. Yeah. What's our away form compared to I mean, our home form? has gone off the boil, would not it? Our last 11 uh, away games now, we've won six out of 11. That's pretty, that's all right. It's our own form, son. Mm-hmm. Fucking nosedive. What? You look at it. Okay. Huddersfield, First half of the season. Huddersfield, we lost. We were against um, Luton. You know, you draw against But we West struggle. Brom, which... You know, going away from home and getting a draw at West Brom's not bad. As long as you back it up by beating Huddersfield, then you beat Hull. But it automatically... I mean, our first half of the season, what was it? I think Hull did the double over us, didn't they? But isn't that, Jim, Jim, because we can't break teams down? We don't have the players to break teams down. We have a squad and players that will soak up pressure and then hit on the break, which is a way... Um, an away format, isn't it? At the end of the day, not it's not a not a way you can play at home. You've got to take the, the game to the opponent. We don't do that Let's, terribly well. We don't. Sorry to, for the game for the game against Preston. We should be set up like that anyway because Preston have got to come and beat us. That that's the that's the setup. I mean, uh, I think he has to start as a against Preston. I've been listening in, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, well, Oliver Burke is just a glorified clothes horse, so I couldn't believe. We actually even bothered to sign because he had half a good game last season when he was with us, and I think he's had half a good game today where he should have scored. But he said he rattled the bar. 
Uh, he, the underside of the bar. He, yeah. he just flatters to deceive. I agree with everything that was said. We should be playing as a, a, a you're above Oliver Burke, to be quite honest. I don't want Burke at the club. He's, he's on too much money. Uh, yeah, his bird posts silly pictures of him wearing silly clothes because of his desire to be famous and because she wants to keep herself in the public eye. That's everything that Millwall doesn't stand for. Yeah? No, no we don't. We don't. I agree. Yeah, we I agree. Yeah, but he's holding a good young player back. Yeah? And I, I just wonder if it's actually Rowett in a sense of he isn't adventurous, is he? Well, and he's not to, adventurous yeah, naturally, no. Eze would be a bit yeah, well, a bit of an edgy thing, wouldn't it? I think he has to start against Preston. He came on today, as as two or three people have said, he looked the best player on the pitch, and he yeah, quite often does in that five or ten minutes. So well, let's see what he's got. It's sink or swim time. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. David and Thomas, I'm going to come to yeah. you both. You're both new callers. Appreciate your time, boys. Um, would you start SA David um, um, against Preston? I, would you put him into it? He's 17. I know that you're good enough. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter what your age is. I probably would start him, actually, because I think he'd get the crowd going. And I think we need the crowd to be definitely on our side against Preston. And therefore, yep. bringing somebody like, getting SA to start would probably get the crowd going and, and that atmosphere, I think, will help us a lot. I don't think it's... Beyond, I mean, I think we've got to look at the next two games. We're home at Preston, home against Birmingham. Uh, I don't think it's beyond impossible that we get six points. I don't see why we shouldn't. I appreciate we haven't scored anything in open play for five games. That's a bit worrying. But on the other hand, you know, this is Millwall and we always do the thing that everyone expects us not to do. Not to do. And, the and, and, That's right. Yeah, yeah. And suddenly things can change very quickly. We get the rub of the green against Preston. We go one or two nil up. The crowd gets, you know, really, really up for it. And things can really change. And as somebody said, we are still fifth. I mean, yeah, God knows <laughs> yeah. how we're fifth, but we are still fifth. The gods of football smiling upon us, I think. Well, well, the re- results were, weren't brilliant, but they, they've kind of kept well, us absolutely. in, in and, the and, and, you know, the, tr- the truth is that we are, we are um, in a position that, as somebody earlier on said, you know, at the beginning of the season, we, you know, I would have been amazed to be in this position given, given what, what was going on. But I still, I'm still optimistic. I've no idea why. Like Stephen, I've been following Millwall for over 60 years. I've abs- I should know better. I don't. Uh, but I've... <laughs> I, I still feel that it's that it's it's that sort of season. As for Neil's point about the fact that if we got to the Premier League, it would be a fraud. Couldn't agree more. I mean, that would be <laughs> within a lot. That would be <laughs> beyond embarrassing. I mean, I don't I don't know. Derby on eleven points, wouldn't they? In their, in their Premier League, I think we would struggle to get eleven points with this lot. One 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 step at a time. David, you know they. You know, David, you said about we've got two home games that we can yeah. win. We absolutely can. Our two away games are at Wigan and are at Blackpool. Yeah. yeah. Now, yeah. they're never, forget that we blew it today, there will never be a better opportunity than this. Mm-hmm. Ever. 
Dave, David's befuddled with optimism <laughs> after 60 years. I'm, I'm befuddled after about 52 years of optimism. I'm going up, going to go up to Wigan. Oh, I've never been to oh, Wigan. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm oh, I went there when we lost 1-0 in the last game. Yeah, oh, I couldn't God. make it. But I've never been. I've never been, Chab. So I'm going to make it one of my, you know, my bucket they lists. I've got to go to Wigan. They were our bogey team for remember, that, like, I mean, early 2000s. And fucking, we they lost were. We had a win screen final. We lost a playoff semi-final 1-0. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And we're fucking going to play them again and they've got a chance to fuck us up and get into the Premier League. What a fucking brilliant scenario. Let's, let's bring in Thomas. Thomas, are you still on the line, mate? Because you've hung yeah, 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 I'm I'm here, gonna, I'm I was going to come back to you. I do apologise. No, um, no, was there any, anything else you wanted to say about today, Preston, or any, any whether you'd start SA, all that kind of stuff? SA, do you know what? If I will row it, what we got? Five games left? Five, yeah. yeah. I'll just say to... You know, SA, he's, what, 17, 18? Yep. Go have some fun, boy. He's a class player. I mean, uh, I, I don't know if you, just, don't, don't know if you saw it today, no but some, some of his moments, some of his moves are no fantastic. Fear. Yeah. He'll have absolutely no fear. Fantastic. He'll just, he'll just go and have some fun and just see what happens. We've got we've got two choices, haven't we? We either go up or we don't. End off. <laughs> yes, that's true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> So why not? Why not let him the last five games of the season? Just let him go and have some fun, and see what happens. I keep forgetting. Yes, yeah, so I keep forgetting that if we get to the playoffs, we've still got to actually play the playoffs. Don't get up by minutes. Yeah, we've got to get through. This. It's a semi-final and a final. Yeah, to get just, I mean, yeah, just yeah. two small semi-finals to deal with. No problem at all. I'm going to. I'm going yeah, to close. Going to close our conversation cool. just to repeat that today we were genuinely unlucky in equal measure with. Genuinely incompetent at times, um, but the the moments where we played well did give me some measure of hope that we there's something in this side. I, I think that we looked a bit creaky down the middle. Um, Hutchinson looked creaky. I thought Mitchell looked creaky. Um, but when we got flowing in the towards the the latter part of the first half and then towards the manic part of the second half, then towards the end, I thought we actually looked like we could do something. We were passing the ball really nicely in the, towards the end of the first half, and it's so disappointing not to have pressed on in the second half. Now, whether that's a mindset thing, whether they're tired, I don't know. Don't know. But um, there is there is still hope. While the patient is alive, gentlemen, there, exactly. is, still, there is still hope. Um, and, uh, and I think uh, SA and Fleming will just have fun. That's what I, that's what I want to say. Them two having fun. Yo, Fleming like the... needs to find some form to start off with. I think he's been uh, most disappointed in the last. He's too, he's too good not to come back. He's too good not to come back. Gentlemen, it's been a very emotional call. Thank you very much. Raw in the aftermath of that 1-0 loss up there at the... Uh, it's not called the KC Stadium anymore. It's whole MGM or something. Um, yeah. So thank you. Thank you all for taking part. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Achtung, Milbein. So there we have it, dear listeners. Um, difficult to try and keep your spirits up in the wake of uh, that, that highly disappointing loss. I think we've covered that reasonably well during the course of the conversation. I just wanted to finish the show by acknowledging and thanking the Mill fans that travelled up to Hull City. I'm just looking through the Twitter uh, posts today, pictures of people posting the rain, driving up there, looks like a coach, uh, this Minty Neil, 5am coach start to go to Hull today. I think it was about 900 made the journey up there. It wasn't easy. I looked at it today. I was going to go, didn't go thankfully watched it on the telly instead um but trains were a mare absolute mare to get up to Hull today on a bank holiday so i just wanted to doff my cap to the uh, 900 odd that made the journey up to to the stadium 
um, using up your bank holiday Monday to uh, watch was at times um, in equal measure poor, incompetent and actually not bad on, on some occasions, which is a very Millwall cocktail, dear listeners, isn't it? Um, a few picked up a few posts just to uh, finish the show today from Twitter. Uh, Block 10 CBL says he's in the hospitality suite next Saturday at home to Preston, which is now a huge, huge game. He says the players best have their earplugs on or be ready for some home truths if they don't perform. Um, Tony Monday criticising players for not taking their chances. I think Tony, just to summarise his post this afternoon, has put the result down to uh, players not taking opportunities. I think I've got to agree with you, Tony. There's a number of opportunities. Looking at the notes that are made, especially towards the, the latter part of the first half, we... We're actually not playing badly at that point, as I've already said in, in the conversation. And that chance by Burke that hits the underside of the crossbar on another day goes in the net. And maybe then we're in a different different ball game. But it didn't. And this is where we're at. Henshaw, Bill, says that he thinks we're going to slip down to 10th without a whimper. Um, small squad tiredness, but Rowett with, with exactly the same approach as the last three games is a joke. Doesn't he want it? Asks Henshaw. Andrew MFC can't believe that he's saying this, but it's shit or bust, shit or bust, do or die, shit or bust, on Saturday. Maybe that will do us a favour, says Andrew. I kind of know what you mean, um, Andy. I think that uh, we don't play our best unless it's, you know, backs to the wall stuff. I think that's something that nestles deep in the mill psyche. Um, as he puts it, we simply have to win the games now. Nothing else would do. Maybe that's what we need. Um, DV criticising Gary Rowett, who says has turned us into a solid championship team. He grants him, but he's tactically clueless. It's been a painful three years with him in charge. Um, don't know, DV. I mean, I think the first point that you're making there is, is, is outweighs the second, really. I mean, he's got us to this position by using the players that he has available. I think the main point of contention is obviously the Use or non-use, perhaps, of uh, Remain essay. That's going to be what may or may not settle the season. We'll see. Um, and me, 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 M-E, says four games without a goal is unacceptable. Not getting in a goal score at last January will bite us on the arse. Can't limp into the playoffs. And finally, and finally, I'm going to leave it there because I think we've said all these things many times over now, listeners. Merv Payne says the committee responsible for choosing Mills goal of the month has been laid off till next season. I'll make you right there, Merv. Um, so, yeah, um, all in all, it's not been a happy uh, Bank Holiday Monday. Um, looking forward to progress the North End? Don't know. <laughs> Are you looking forward to it, dear listeners? It's do or die time. Nowhere to go after this. The number of games available to us now rapidly, rapidly reduces after Saturday. Five games to go. Uh, there we are. Till the next edition, thank you for listening to this show, listeners. Until the next edition of Akdung Millwall, it's uh, goodbye from me, Nick Harm. Thank you to everyone who took part in today's show. Until the next one, bye for now. Achtung, Millwall. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.